0: Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208 471 4444.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, welcome to Wednesday, the fifth day of January 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J has a movie review for you today. Uh, he has a whole bunch of things, and I thought it was fairly ironic um, because if memory serves, the movie you watched last night on Netflix kind of centers around Rocky 3 right? Yes. Which is interesting because uh, I, I powered through Cobra Kai Season 4, and I'm not spoiling anything, but there is a reference to Rocky 3 in that series as well. Interesting. And I was like, I don't remember Rocky 3 being the most-referenced Rocky of the Rocky series. Why is Rocky 3 getting such a resurgence? Is it the Clubber Lang thing, or what? Who knows? It was an awesome movie? Well, listen, all the Rockies were fun, but, I mean, when you're making, like, usually a standard pop culture reference, it's Rocky IV that comes immediately to mind. Because that's the one that has, you know, the Russian bad guys and Ivan Drago and, and all the stuff that you remember. It's uh, is Thunderlips in that one too or no? Yeah, Rocky three. Yeah, I couldn't remember if Hulk was in two or three, but so Thunderlips and Clubber Lang is three. Gotcha. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting that they were making Rocky three references to it, but uh, maybe I need to revisit the movie because I I remember it. I know, like, I can tell you all the plot of Rocky three. Uh, spoiler Rocky wins. But uh, I don't, like, remember it being the, the cultural bridge that it has become in the last six well, months.
0: Well, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll get into it with the movie review, but it, if you
1: believe the movie, it was a huge cultural, iconic moment. I was trying, that's so, what I mean. That, that, that's kind of what uh, what C- Cobra Kai makes it seem like, too. And I'm like, it's something, it made a, it made a ton of mo- money. Well, they all Bonzo. did. There's no doubt about it. I know it was a hit. But I was trying to, like, I mean, again, when I think of, like, the Rocky franchises in order, like, four to me is number one on the list. Then I'll go to the original. And then you can talk me into two or three being next on that list. Uh, But apparently three had a little bit more of a resonating feeling than I remember it to be having. That's going to come up over the course of the (laughs) show today. We also have a chance for you to check out Tool. That show is happening in a little over a week the Ford Idaho Center we will take care of you as far as that's concerned maybe take you some tickets to the WWE as well which is coming in town next month that's going to be part of the show today we're going to talk about uh, another top 10 list that the state made Big J hopefully that makes you proud and happy and you can walk to your vehicle and from your vehicle to your home with pride today knowing that we made another top 10 list and all sorts of other fun and excitement over the course of the show that is our goal but we start this show with some music because that's the kind of show we are. Metallica kicking things off. It's sad but true here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on The X Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We made it, Big J. Idaho is officially the number nine growth state in America according to the U Haul Growth Index, pal. Oh man, how does it feel? Great. Uh, that was in 2021 according to the data compiled for that growth index basically they monitor you know states people are moving to or from in a do-it-yourself kind of fashion via u-haul and we clocked in at number nine baby apparently uh the u-haul trucks that we rented at least one way to idaho increased about one percent from 2020 to 2021 putting us good enough to be number nine departures remain the same as 2020. Arriving customers accounted for nearly 50.5% of all one-way traffic in U-Haul in Idaho during the year 2021, making it one of the leading states for do-it-yourself movers. Idaho has registered a net gain for U-Haul trucks every year since the year 2015, basically more people moving in than moving out, at least renting U-Haul trucks. This does not account for how budget keeps track, nor how Penske keeps track. Or any of the other moving trucks out there, but... Yeah, or if they're even moving. Maybe they're just hauling trucks. Could very well be. This marks the third time <laughs> that it has <laughs> been a top 10 state for growth in the last six years. Would you like to know the top growth cities for you all, Big J? Sure, why not? Moscow comes in at number one. Coeur two. Twin Falls, three. Then Post Falls, Pocatello, Ammon, Lewiston, Nampa. Those are the top cities people are moving to using U-Hauls anyway. So now you know, according to a moving company, that's how we're doing. Surprised at the cities, I guess. But, you know, it also, again, I think... Don't forget that there's a whole do-it-yourself kind of mentality to this kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm guessing if, like, you are moving from, like, one house to another and you decide to move to the Treasure Valley... That's like a moving company kind of a situation. Yeah. And rarely, like, I'm packing up all of my house into a U-Haul. Like, that's a lot of work. Serve your calendars, Big J. February 2nd is when the Washington football team is going to announce their new name and their new uniforms. Uh, but it won't be the Wolves or the Wed Wolves. We know that so much. Uh, the NFL uh, said that was probably one of the more popular names with fans, but the trademarks are held by other organizations. So any guess as to what the Washington team is going to be called? Uh, the Commanders? The Commanders? Uh, that was one of them, right? I think it's going to be the Admirals. That's, that's my guess. I think it's going to be the Washington Admirals. But... Uh, we will see what ends up happening on February yeah, the 2nd. They,
0: they had a list, uh, I don't have it in front of me, of, yeah. of
1: possible names. Yeah, they like narrowed it down to like the top eight. But Red Wolves was on there and that's not going to happen. I mean, I think the one that makes the most sense was they had something to do with hogs. And that makes sense because that's what the people called them in the 80s. Yeah, and that kind yeah of thing.
0: the Washington Pigs. <laughs> you pigs. But we'll <laughs> see what happens
1: come Be the terrible. 2nd of February. Be a terrible name. Kansas State topped LSU 42-20 to in the Texas Bowl last night. Uh, LSU had to start a wide receiver at quarterback because of transfers and injuries, so uh, they really didn't have all of their offensive people in line. It was the first time Kansas State won a bowl game since Snyder left the program. Uh, there's only one bowl game left, Big Jay. That's the national championship. Do you care? No, I,
0: I actually don't care. Uh, we saw this game
1: a couple weeks ago. Why would you? Exactly, like it's a month and a half ago or something. But yeah, it was almost a month and a half ago. But I predict a lot of the same stuff to happen. Well, Big J, it didn't take very long, but following the passing of Betty White, her hometown of Oak Park, Illinois, will officially celebrate Betty White Day on her birthday coming up on January seventeenth. As part of the memorization, the uh, Oak Park businesses have created Betty White specials. What that means, I don't know. But I I do know that they have to all the restaurants plan on having Betty White's favorite foods, which, by the way, uh, if you had uh, any idea, her favorite meal, hot dogs, french fries and a Diet Coke. So all the restaurants in Oak Park, Illinois, are going to have that Betty White special on sale that you can enjoy Betty White's favorite meal on her day. And uh, the bakery there in town is going to have a gigantic birthday cake for what would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. And of course, uh, the in-features only 100th birthday special is still going on as well, including some screenings here in the Treasure Valley if you want to celebrate. Uh, Betty White was born in Oak Park in 1922, uh, but she did uh, relocate to California with her family uh, a couple years after she was born, but still claims Oak Park as her hometown. So that makes sense to me. congratulations to Oak Park for acting swiftly and making sure there's enough hot dogs for everybody that makes sense to me agree or disagree yeah don't let
0: joey chestnut around there
1: Foo fighters never long here on the morning after with nick and big j pop quiz big j and i bet you if you if you slow down and think about this one enough you'll nail it if i asked you what the most popular beer in the entire world is what do you think it would be? Ah, uh, Guinness. Yes. 100% correct. What made you think that? Uh, I saw I saw an article. Oh, you it. son of a gun. <laughs> Here but I was going to give you all the credit I, in the world. I I, I probably would have leaned that way anyways. Yeah, it's one of those, I believe, that, like, you know, like I said, like, there's a couple of brands that you know are beers that aren't from this country that have some instant recognizability, and Guinness tops that list, and, you know, it is something that is enjoyed pretty much around the world, so it makes sense that the Guinness is the number one most popular beer in the world, This according to Untapped, which is an app that basically uh, people can, you know, keep track of all the beers that they've drank and so untapped released their most popular beers number two probably shouldn't surprise anybody either that is heineken which is a belgian beer that of course is uh, enjoyed across the uh, the entire world number three is a beer i've never heard of it's called BrewDog's Punk IPA. It sounds like it's probably American, but I'm not an IPA guy, so that kind of stuff doesn't hit land on my radar. Number four, Corona, of course, which was number two up a couple of years ago. But there's some sort of virus, Big J, that gave that beer some bad press. Ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. So I'm ridiculous. not familiar with it, but uh lagunitas came in at number five it's another ipa and then we start getting into like the uh the american light beers uh miller light pops in there and then uh stellar artois is also there uh youngling which is a pennsylvania beer which i enjoy but you cannot get on this side of the united states yeah, i've never states. even heard of it uh it's uh, basically a lager but it's 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 essentially like a really cheap beer made in pennsylvania But it's uh, it's fairly I enjoy it. I think it's I think it's good. But uh, it's like what you get if you're at the bar and you want like a three dollar special or something like (laughs) that. But uh, it is it cracks the top 10 as well. Uh, You can check out the untapped app if you are somebody that follows along. And you can also keep track of your own uh, beer drinking slash alcoholism. If you want to download the untapped app, it helps you. You know, uh, I can't remember the name of the uh, the app that people use to keep track of all the movies they've watched but it's fairly popular. If I, if I give myself 10 seconds, I'll probably think of it, but it's kind of like that. Like, you know, there's no reason for you to do it other than for you to go, okay, I've been to this place, I've tried these beers, and then, you know, breweries uh, jump up on Untappd so that you can make sure you're, you're doing your own little tour of beers, if that makes sense. Nice. So that's what they do, and that's how they keep track. So congratulations uh, to Guinness. Uh, the one thing now, when I think of Guinness, remember when we did the, the celebrity bartending thing? Oh, yeah. Together for charity. Uh, and it, Guinness is on special that night. And I remember uh, how long it took to pour the Guinness because that's the key. It takes a while to pour them. And when you're slammed at the bar like we were on that night, taking, you know, the amount of proper time it takes to pour Guinness feels like forever. Mm-hmm. When you got like seven people in line. But what can you say, Big J? We were popular that night and we got we made a lot of money for charity. Right? Yeah, never asked to do it ever again. That's right. They knew better. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's because he kept drinking. We (laughs) will talk a little bit about a movie review next of the x Rocks. That is Nirvana. All apologies here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J for streaming dumbass selected a movie. Was it a Netflix original movie or just a new movie that happened to be on Netflix?
0: I I think it's just a new movie that happens to be on Netflix. I don't think it's an original, so it doesn't say that here.
1: It's called This Is The Night, and Big J watched it, and now we ask him, how was it? Well, let's put it this way. Uh,
0: so so uh, going into this, you've got a movie that stars uh, Frank Grillo um, and, and, and a lot of people you probably haven't heard of before, but a couple that, that make appearances here, Method Man, for example, you've heard of him. Sure. Uh, Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, uh, I know that guy. Yeah, he, he's a great actor as well. So great performances by everybody in this movie. But you know, as it lays out in the description, it's a it's a movie about a family in Staten Island, and uh, it, it all surrounds the release of Rocky Three. Okay, and and it's it, so you've got uh, an interesting dynamic here. And I'll say this: so there's four of them in the family, uh, two two sons, and the Frank Rillow and his wife. Frank Grillo, they they own a what I could only say is like a a wedding kind of an event space there in Staten Island, and he, okay. he cooks, okay, He's, he, he, he makes food, and um, so basically uh, there's some struggles, because they're having a, a problem uh, making some money, he owes some money to a local mobster.
1: Never a good thing. Not, not
0: a good thing, and he can't get a loan, and just, so there's some struggles to the family, and each individual has a, a struggle that somehow at the end of this movie gets met, right? Okay. <laughs> and but it's all surrounding rocky 3 so rocky 3 is coming out this weekend and the very beginning it's all about we got to get tickets and you know it's great because it really reminds you a little reminiscent style of, of how it used to be when a movie would come out you had to show up to buy your tickets and stand in line if it was a very popular movie and so you've got all that excitement around it and a lot of uh, things that are, that are happening and at the same time you've got these really heavy um like like heavy issues that each one of these people is facing and then at the end, you know, it all kind of comes together. And at the same time, I don't even know. I I, I had expectations when I, I heard the, the description that you gave me um, in, in that it would be a little more linear and and kind of, I don't know, action-esque or something, but it really isn't that way. It's kind of a beautiful movie and it caught me off guard. It's it's intense, uh, it's funny and it's bizarre. It's bizarre that it's all surrounded Rocky
1: Three. There's a lot of movies out right now that revolve themselves around... Like the works or a particular work of, and like there's a movie all about Bruce Springsteen, and there's a movie all about like how somebody the work of you know the Beatles impact somebody's life and how they change you know. And this is another one of those. Did they have access to Rocky? No. 3? Okay. No. So and it's a terrible
0: shame because it would have maybe uh, or even some Sylvester Stallone, but it might have taken away from what the plot was uh-huh. for these characters. And it's written and directed by James DeMonaco. Uh, he's done a bunch of The Purge movies, so it's okay. kind of a, a
1: the Frank Grilla connection. Yeah, the
0: Frank connection and so it's really i mean it's a damn good movie i was caught off guard is it so what
1: is would you classify it as a drama a comedy a dramedy well
0: i I think it's a dramedy because there's some heavy um issues especially near the end of the movie but there's some laughs in there and it's just an interesting ride and uh, at some parts are like why are we focusing on this but it all comes together really nicely i think people should watch this
1: movie do you have to know about the themes or remember a lot of Rocky Three for the movie to have an impact? No. Okay. No. So it's it's more uh, just about, it, it could be any movie, really. It's yeah. just this movie is I'll happening. give
0: you an example of one of the characters' situation, the, the youngest kid, and he, um, you know, he's in his uh, late teens, for example. Uh, him and his friends uh, getting bullied by these other very popular kid He's like Cobra uh, Kai. In, in town. Yeah. A little bit like Cobra Kai. And, and he, uh, after the screening of, of Rocky three, which they're all in, like, it's like every character in the movies at the movie. Right. Yeah. And, um, uh, the kid who's bullying him, uh, he, he, uh, takes an opportunity to really, uh, let in on, on this uh, main character. And he screams out in the theater. Uh, Rocky is a, I can't say the word. Here, but it involves female anatomy okay uh, and everybody is ghost. just because how dare I mean these are Italian Americans man Rocky right. is not that we ro- just finished the greatest movie on on earth according to all of them in the theater uh. and it made it look like this kid said it and the next thing you know everybody wants to beat him up I mean it's just so the whole movie is people chasing him for the most part them trying to hide out and trying to get to a, a party that their father's putting on for because
1: they think this one kid called Rocky yes. a bad word. Okay. Yes And that part is where the humor comes in And it's just, it's very interesting Sounds like, uh, I don't want to jump to conclusions But it sounds like it's Big J approved Uh, Big
0: J approved with a a, a positive plus, 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 plus
1: A plus Alright, it sounds, it it was a home run He wasn't sure what he was going to get into But it's a great movie according to Big J It is called This is the Night, correct? This is the Night It is streaming now on Netflix Big J says watch it
0: traffic okay. did it
1: make you want to watch rocky 3 absolutely did you oh no
0: should always want to watch rocky I you guess. own it though don't you
1: no you don't have a rocky
0: collection well really? it's always on tv somewhere that's true you're not wrong important stuff on <laughs> the morning after with nick and big j
1: didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday but uh, a complete nightmare scenario that's all cleaned up thankfully today over in virginia with all the vehicles stuck on the freeway oh, because man. of extreme weather conditions overnight like they couldn't go anywhere and basically you're trapped inside of your car for i don't know what 16 18 hours it's insane it's 24. yeah it's insane uh and there was nowhere they could go unless they wanted to abandon the vehicle and even if they did they're on this highway in the middle of nowhere And so it it seemed like a awful, awful scenario. But, you know, I think it's also a different kind of thing when you're like stuck in an actual traffic jam on a highway with, you know, cars surrounding you. And then, you know, there's also a real possibility with extreme weather here in this state and lots of rural and remote roads that you could be stuck inside your vehicle with nobody around you. And so it's time to talk about it, Big J. What do you do? If you get trapped on the road for hours, maybe even overnight, how do you prepare for something like that? What do you do in case of this emergency? Well, you got to prepare ahead of time. That's right. That's (laughs) according to the American Red Cross. First things they say is that every single car, especially in the winter, should have an emergency kit stashed with things like blankets, flashlights, non-perishable foods, liquids, extra batteries, that kind of stuff. So always a good idea to have that. Uh, now let's say you do what are the next steps if you're stuck in like snow and Shelter isn't help or visible within hundred yards the next step stay inside your vehicle Don't go wandering around if possible put a brightly colored cloth outside of your window or tie it to your antenna To indicate that you're in distress if you're in super cold temperatures It's a really good idea to run the vehicle for no more than 10 minutes every hour That way you heat the cabin and you preserve fuel as well so you don't run out of gas and also make sure the exhaust pipe is clear and the windows are cracked open just a little bit because you don't want to let that exhaust fumes in to the vehicle. And if you're in there with other people, stay huddled together, you know, like you see in all the movies. That way you preserve heat. Make sure you move your arms and legs occasionally and you stay hydrated. And finally, if you're all by yourself, try not to sleep. That way you don't miss help if it comes by and you don't, you know, pass out because of exhaust fumes or any of that stuff. But if you're you're stranded for an extended period of time with others, take turns sleeping, keeping an eye on each other, that kind of thing. But it's, I mean, you want to talk about worst case scenarios, that would be it.
0: Yeah, serious situation.
1: Yeah, so if you don't have an emergency kit and you're going on a road trip, that kind of thing, probably a good idea to have it just in case. Especially this time of year, especially where we are. Yeah, we have space blankets in our, but I don't know if that would do it, do the trick there. What's a space blanket? You never seen a space blanket before? I can't imagine. Well, maybe I have. I just didn't know what was called a space blanket. Uh, they're it?
0: very compact, foldable. They look like a big, huge piece of aluminum foil. Oh really. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they keep you real warm there in the
1: frigid temperatures. No, no. I don't. I don't think they're for warmth. I think they're just, uh, well, for flying into space, because let's be honest.
0: <laughs> Keeping the uh, the government from seeing what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> Kansas State topped LSU 42 to 20 in the Texas Bowl last night. Just one uh, game left. That is the national championship game. That's going to do it for Baker Mayfield. Uh, He has really honestly needed surgery since week two, and Cleveland has decided to shut him down after the loss on Monday to Pittsburgh. He's going to repair a torn labrum in his left shoulder. He will miss Cleveland's final game of the season. The 7-9 Browns eliminated from playoff contention on Sunday. He's had the shoulder injury for a while. It has affected the way he's played. Uh, Nobody seems to care about that, though. They just seem to... Really call call him out for sucking, but maybe he does. I don't know, but I know the injury didn't help, and that's going to do it for that, so Case Keenum's going to start the final game for the Cleveland Browns. The COVID-19 Omicron variant has caused the Golden Globes to make some changes. The Hollywood Foreign Press announced that no press, no celebrities, will be invited to the Golden Globe presentations. The award ceremony will also take place without an audience. This announcement comes just days before the scheduled air date of January 9th, 2022. So the question becomes with no audience, no celebrities, no press, will anybody care about the Golden Globes telecast? Did people care before? I think it depended on who hosted, really. Uh, and Not that ratings don't say that. Well, no, but the, I still think, you know, you know as well as I do that ratings don't mean anything. Anymore, anyway. It's about trending and can you get stuff going and will your hashtag take off? And that does happen with the Golden Globes, but it happens because of the celebrities involved in it. And uh, because of the speeches, because the Golden Globes is the one where everybody's already half hammered when they get there. And so the ability of interesting, at the very least, acceptance speeches are a possibility. But none of that is going to happen this time around. So uh, we'll see if anybody cares, even in the social media world about the Golden Globes. Who knows? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We are headed to Connecticut for today's We're Going to Hell story. And once again, it's a story that reminds you that think about the weirdest, darkest, strangest thing in the world to you. Give it a second and now realize there's somebody out there that has a sexual fetish about that thing. <laughs> and it, it's incredible to me what people uh, are attracted to and get off on and all that kind of stuff. But also, like, the sheer amount of it. Like, that's the other thing that's fairly, you know, uh, mind-boggling to me. is not only that there, I mean, sure, there's going to be some weirdo that's into some interesting things. But there's a lot of weirdos into uh, these things that are out there. And it's a story of Steph Motto. She's 31 years old. Uh, she is a reality. I'm going to call it a star, but I think she was on an episode of uh, 90 Day Fiancé, which is an awful show that I know nothing about. I'm proud to say that. I'll wear that as a badge of courage. But that, I, that makes both of us, man. Pretty sure you get an idea of what the show's about when it's called 90 Day Fiancé. I, 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 At least from my estimation, it's somebody that meets somebody and gets married 93 months later, basically, for a green card or whatever, and then they have to figure out out if it's an actual relationship or just there for business transactions. I don't know what side of the uh, argument in that particular world Steph Motto comes from. I know she's 31 years old. I know she lives in Connecticut, and she was on the uh, A&E show. But it is not that that gets her into this "We're Going to Hell" story. It is how she has made her living since she stopped being on that television show that gets her into this particular story. Steph Motto uh, found herself a little bit of a corner of the internet where she could make a pretty good living doing something interesting in the sexual fetish world. Uh, basically, Big J, for the last year, she found herself on the internet selling jars of her farts. That is how she made a living. Oh and man! when I say living, I mean, g- she was making $200,000 a year Selling her farts in jars. $1,000 a jar. Yeah, that's exactly right. They were $1,000 a pop. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you could do the math yourself to figure it out. She wasn't selling too many, but, you know, it was enough to make a living, you know? Well, imagine if you sell five a day. Well, listen, if you're making $200,000 a year and it's a $1,000 a pop, you're selling $200, 200 jars a year. That's just simple math. And so she was able to make it happen and put it all together to work it all out. But... She had some issues, Big J, because, you know, when you have to sell farts in a jar, obviously you want good quality products. So she changed up her diet to make it possible for her to fart as much as she needed to fart. Yeah, take advantage of those gastro situations. So she was eating a lot of beans, a lot of eggs. And then she found out that when she drank a protein shake, her farts smelled worse, more potent. Therefore, she was able to do that. So she was drinking a bunch of protein shakes. Next thing you know, over the holidays, Big J, she thought she was having a stroke or a heart attack. She was having a medical event that found herself in the ER and she had to get an EKG and it found out that no, it wasn't a heart attack, it wasn't a stroke. She just had really, really bad gas pains from all this diet stuff that she was eating and the way that she was treating her body because she wanted to process as much gas as possible. Well, turns out she wasn't doing her body any good and so now she has decided to retire as a entrepreneur, as she calls herself. A fartrepreneur, if you will. A fartrepreneur. So she's getting rid of her fi- high-fiber diet. She's not going to live off eggs and beans anymore. And she is not going to sell her farts online anymore. So she is leaving the medium for somebody else to take over. Question, and maybe because
0: I, I haven't investigated this totally. Is there, like, she sent video of her farting into the jar? I, I don't know what because you got I'm like, for your Because come on, man. You can't fake that? Yeah, yeah, these imbecile idiots who are just, just ready to open that jar, they think it's her. But how do you know that that's her fart? So I mean, you can put anything in that jar.
1: Yeah, yeah, but also like, I mean, like, does it keep? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you fart into a jar, right? How quickly do you have to air seal that jar to, to, I guess, make sure that whatever weird ass scent you're putting in there remains? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm glad I don't know. These are answers I'm glad I don't have for you. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand why you do it. I think if you're into that kind of thing and you're throwing down a gur, you're probably just happy that some what you think is attractive woman's backyard was near this particular jar and you could sniff it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand this fetish. Chalk it up to another one I don't get. But... There is somebody that's no longer selling her farts in a jar, I guess. Listen, we could start making some money on the side here. Uh, I'm not sure. It, there's a big difference between what you and I look like and what Steph Mata looks like. I'm uh, not sure anybody is going to be into I mean, you know, for a,
0: a small price, we could help farm out some of this stuff.
1: Farm out our farts?
0: Yeah. How do you propose that? I, I don't know. We get in touch with attractive women, and then we offer... Oh, I see. You want to
1: outsource your farts to attractive yes, women yes. for them to sell Okay. All right. Uh, I'll let you explore those business opportunities. I'm going to take a hard pass. Okay. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> White Zombie, Thunder Kiss, 65. Here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, let me ask you a question how pot committed are you to Disney Plus? When I say this, I'm asking, how high could they raise their monthly prices and you still would be a happy subscriber? Boy, I don't know, It's a Uh, great question. Because they have the Marvel stuff, which you are obviously into. They have the Star Wars stuff, which you are clearly into as well. So I think of all the streaming networks that are out there, I would think you probably have at least uh, up there high level of interest with what Disney Plus is providing content wise. Yeah, they've got a lot of other stuff. National Geographic.
0: Sure. There's a lot of other great things to uh, dig into there on the Disney Plus.
1: And currently it's at about $16. But if they were to raise it to, let's say, $25 a month, would you take it? Yeah, that's getting pretty pricey. Or would you start to look through back channels and agree on like password sharing and that kind of thing? with other people and maybe talk about sharing some things. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so 25 is too high, would 20 be okay? Yeah, probably. Okay, so 20 is uh, probably the threshold that we're looking at. So if they raise it, because it started at $12.99, it's already at fifteen ninety-nine dollars since Disney Plus launched. And the reason I bring this up is because uh, Disney Plus uh, is quietly behind the scenes, kicking around a very large monthly increase in their subscriber base because they are starting to get the numbers into how the bottom line was affected uh, in 2021 and 2020, specifically when it comes to things like Shang-Chi and it comes to things like Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow, of course, was a movie that was released in theaters, didn't do very well because that's when theaters were kind of struggling, and so they released it on something called Disney Plus Premiere, where you could purchase the movie for $30, but as Disney started to do their year-end math, uh, as last year went to a close, they estimated that the way that black widow went about things cost them about 600 million dollars at the box office because of piracy and the fact that it wasn't available in theaters and they're looking at the numbers that no way home did and they know how popular the black widow character is and they see people re-watching it and they're like we could have made about 600 million dollars more on this movie and so now the investors want to figure out how they're gonna make up for that lost income, and Disney Plus is talking about another drastic increase in prices for their streaming platform. And they believe, of all the other ones that are out there, maybe them and Netflix lead the way of, they probably have the most flexibility, or at least the customer base would put up with an increase more so than maybe the other streamers out there because the content is there. You know what I mean? If you're a Marvel fan, you almost have to watch Uh, the stuff that's going on on Disney Plus in order to be in the loop. As a matter of fact, they've said, if you haven't watched What If, the animated Marvel series, uh, Doctor Strange 2 is going to be fairly confusing to you. And if you've seen the preview, it may already be, if you haven't watched What If. And so it's almost like you have to complete the assignments if you want to continue going down the Marvel road. And of course, if you want new and what a lot of people consider to be the very interesting Star Wars content, that's where Disney Plus, I mean, the Obi-Wan series is coming soon. All these things are happening. And so they think like they have the most leverage. And I think they're kind of right. I think if anybody's going to put up with people charging more, it's going to be the Disney Plus audience because of what's available and what's coming. I'm more excited about things that are happening on Disney Plus than I am about anything that's coming on Netflix, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. And so if Disney Plus were to up things, I would have a serious conversation about it. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the other part of it is, you know, I guess how much is too much? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I understand that that you didn't make as much money as you could have on Black Widow, but it's not like you lost money on yeah, that. Yeah, you investors are god greedy son of bitches now you factor in the scarlett johansson lawsuit and paying everybody off and there's some more money against it than probably they want to because they play but that's that's in response to how they decided to react to these things and how they decided to treat people because of the way things were going and so that's an issue as well but all i'm saying is don't be surprised if that particular streaming network costs you a little bit more uh so big j says 20 dollars the cutoff that's what you got to play with disney Make your, your move. moves the right way. <laughs> your move, Disney. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few seconds, we got ourselves some important stuff. Hold tight for that. On <laughs> the Morning After
0: with Nick and Big J.
1: Big J in about two months. We're going to hit the two-year mark of when Bleep really started to hit the fan as far as the pandemic is concerned. In that time, would you say you've picked up any new hobbies? <laughs> uh, no, not really. No. <clears throat> A lot of people have. About uh, 85% of people say they have tried or uh, picked up something that they weren't doing before the year 2020. Unfortunately, a lot of those people have injured themselves doing the new hobby that they were putting together. Uh, whether it was baking bread or becoming a you know handyman around the house or adopting a new pet, whatever the case may be. We have really done a number hurting ourselves. Uh, About 83,000 people in the United States from the year 2020 into 2021 had to be admitted to the hospital after injuring themselves in their new hobby, be it hand tools. Uh, Over 7,000 people were bitten by dogs. Uh, About uh, 22,000 people incurred burns from, you know, food, cooking oil, something else that they were doing inside hook notes this shouldn't discourage you from picking up a new hobby but you should make sure you know what you're getting yourself into before starting and making sure you're taking all precautions you can to avoid being injured in whatever new thing you're trying to get into which makes sense seems to be my fate if i were to try something new and different i would hurt myself doing it so uh please be careful not always the best of luck there no no not always Washington football team announced yesterday that it will announce its new name of its team on February 2nd, but it will not be the Wolves or the Red Wolves. The NFL team said that those names were popular with fans, but there are trademarks held by other organizations that make it difficult to put that together. New helmets, new uniforms will also feature the franchise's colors that have been around forever, the burgundy and gold. Uh, But you're going to have three stars on the collar and stripes on the shoulders and otherwise plain jerseys. So, again, that's leading people towards the generals or the admirals or that kind of thing. Either way, it's coming up on February the 2nd. We'll figure it all out. Less than a month away. Baker Mayfield, done for the season. He is going to get surgery on his torn labrum in his shoulder that he suffered in week two of this year. He's been trying to play through it, but with the Browns officially eliminated from the playoffs, no reason to play through the pain anymore, and he's going to get that surgery in case Keenum's going to wrap up the season. You ready for a hot take, Big J? Okay. I don't think that the Jared Leto movie Morbius has actually ever been completed uh, because they continue to push it around and push it around and push it around, and it has been delayed yet again. Now, I need you to keep in mind that, at least according to all the reports, it was December of 2019 when this movie finished filming. It was originally slated for a June 2020 release. Of course, with the pandemic shutting everything down, it has now been moved six times. It was, again, uh, even as early as last week, according to the trailers that you saw in front of the new Spider-Man movie, Gonna be out in theaters on January 28th. Well, it's been delayed again. It now will not come out until April 1st and then we'll see if it even happens then. But we're talking about a movie that's been in the can and complete for two and a half years. And it still hasn't seen the light of day. Although we've seen plenty of trailers for it and been talking about it a bunch. Uh, Morbius now, again, not coming out until April 1st. Now, Jared Leto has gotten fat and lost weight for two roles in movies since he (laughs) completed filming Morbius, and those movies have come out in theaters. Uh, Why Sony continues to put itself through this mess, I'm not exactly sure, Uh, but they decided this time around that not because of theaters, but because it's still, they thought that maybe it wouldn't have much of a chance because Spider-Man would still be going strong on January 28th. It wanted to get out of the way of that, which is why it was moved to April 1st this time around. I'm sure you've seen the tr- trailer for it. Any interest in it? I mean, sure, why not? A little different. Well, only because it's more Venom than it is Spider Man, yeah. I guess, is why I would wonder if you would be interested in it. But you are?
0: I like Jared Leto.
1: Yeah, nothing wrong with Jared Leto. But uh, we'll see if it actually comes out on April 1st. But it's not coming out this month anymore, so plans are changed. Pop culture SmackDown. On the morning
0: after with Nick and Big J. Oh, baby, we got some tool tickets here to hook you up with. That show is happening next week at the Ford Idaho Center. So uh, pretty easy getting here on the phone and uh, beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. These tickets are yours.
1: 208-287-1003 if you'd like to try your chances for some tool tickets. You just have to defeat Big J in a little thing called Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The x Hi, this is Mike. All right, Mike, you are up first. Mike, happy birthday to Bradley Cooper. Which Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn movie did he have a supporting role in that kind of kicked off his career in Hollywood? Wedding Crasher. Right. That is correct. Big J, this former guest of the morning after starred in shows like The Big Bang Theory and Blossom. Uh,
0: starting? Yeah,
1: yeah. Was the titular character actually in Blossom?
0: Um. Oh boy. God. Is she? Uh, is she hosting Jeopardy every now and then? Yeah, oh. she is. Oh, okay. No, don't worry because I can't remember Jay her name. Big knows
1: everything about the people I, that this, we're talking about. W- there's got to be a syndrome. This has got to be a syndrome. Yeah, it's Big J name syndrome. I'm syndrome you've got pop culture itis
0: <laughs> yeah yeah she's uh she's a great human being wonderful but i can't remember starts with an m
1: huh yep that's all you got <laughs> that's all i got man <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: come on brain
1: i mean uh, bananas over here uh, <laughs> uh mike i i guess that means you win uh do you happen to know her m? name I am the Right, I got it. Okay, well that's that's My fair. Mine be Alec. Congratulations, Mike. You have tickets to Tool. Please hang on just one second. We'll get some information that's from you. So frustrating, and man. Make sure you are all set for that fun. Trying to think. I mean, I guess technically the other way around is I could rephrase the question to give you nah, the things. No, that, that wouldn't. Ended? It wouldn't have helped. It's just kind of like. Okay. I maybe maybe don't include that there were
0: morning after guests because I don't remember them all. And we were just talking about this yesterday.
1: There are thousands. Yes, there's lots of people that have been on this show. It's a big show. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will do some headlines. That's next in the X-Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's do some headlines. They are as follows. Enjoy that, Big J. That's what you get for thinking you're Idaho. And feeling down? Try this. Uh, that's what you get for living in Idaho. Thinking you oh. are Idaho. Oh, yeah. Okay. Same. Uh, nope. It's very different oh. because we're talking about a story from Greece. And uh, Greece is on oh. notice because we got some trouble there. They had a big potato statue in Cyprus, Greece, and it met its demise on New Year's Day. The 16-foot-tall sculpture that was shaped like a huge potato was chopped down around 3.30 in the morning, which caused around $5,400 in damages. It was nicknamed the Big Potato, and the monument was erected in the town of Cyprus in October to honor the nation's staple crop. No word if there's any suspects, but hey, man, you don't go claiming yourself as the Idaho kings of the world. That's our job, right? Yeah, potato kings. What's up with that? Sounds like a delicious dish but I wouldn't uh, try to mess around with us. We we drop gigantic potatoes from the sky for some ungodly reason. Not you. <laughs> too yeah, it's our job. Yeah, what's next? Huh, Ireland? Yeah. They're, they had Recovery. a famine. Yeah. That's what happened last time they messed around with us. Enjoy that, Big J, or feeling down, try this. Feeling down, try this. There's a new study that suggests that if you're a Gen Xer and you're having some mental health issues, maybe you should pick up skateboarding. Uh, It can help those battling substance abuse issues and depression by boosting your mood. New research has revealed that the pastime allows the middle-aged to cope with depression, stress, and also offers a potential common ground for parents to bond with their kids. According to Dr. Paul Connor from the University of Exeter, he says that the activity can invoke a spiritual meaning in those who engage in the sport because, well, it ties back into your childhood. Odds are if you're a Gen X or you skateboarded at some point in your childhood. And it also provides a new avenue of self-expression later in life. And that can sometimes take a backseat as an adult and as a parent. He also believes that the nature of skateboarding, which celebrates the failure, like, you know, falling down, as part of growth, may help adults loosen up, enjoy the ride, And it seems to do better for sports than other sports or exercise for you. So recommend maybe skateboarding.
0: That sounds like just creating new posers.
1: Got to Uh, remember that term.
0: Yeah, yeah, because right from that that time, man, and uh, certainly, uh, oh, yeah, I was a skateboarder. A bunch of people now our age taking up skateboarding like they wanted
1: to be part of something, like they skateboarded when they were kids. They're liars. Uh, Well, did you skateboard when you were kids? No, I didn't. I did. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. I was never very good at it. Like, you're not going to find me in, like, a half pipe or anything like that, but I did skateboard everywhere I went when I was a kid for a while. But, I can see that. Uh, I will tell you this. If I were to try that now to break my depression, I would just uh, get super depressed with a broken wrist somewhere, is how that story would end. And so uh, if you're into it, maybe try it. Who knows? We'll wrap it up with enjoy that, Big J. Uh, true or false, Big J, you are going to Belize later on this month. True. Uh, And uh, you haven't done a whole lot of world traveling, but sometimes when you travel to another part of the world, you try culinary dishes that you wouldn't try here in the United States. And sometimes because of language barriers and things like that, you may not know what they're called. Correct? Correct. (laughs) A bunch of people that have been to Belize are very upset uh, because they have tried a traditional dish that's considered a delicacy there called quies. Q-U-Y-E-S. And a lot of people thought it was delicious until they found out what it was, Big J. Oh, no. Uh, Guinea pigs. They are guinea pigs. Uh, In parts of South America, as well as Central America, this dish is very, very popular. Uh, because guinea pigs aren't considered pets in that part of the country, uh, like they are here in the United States. They are considered a food source. So usually the meat is fried or roasted, and a bunch of chefs are working it into different things in a lot of culinary dishes, and it's freaking out a bunch of Americans. But here's the catch, Big J: It's freaking out because they found out what it is, but they also admit that it's pretty damn delicious. So don't be surprised <laughs> If you find some guinea pigs on the menu here in the United States of America, uh, especially because this particular animal has less of a carbon footprint than other animals raised for meat and people think it's really, really good. So there's that. Would you try no, a quiz? No, not view? now. Not now.
0: OK, you have completely ruined it. And well, I, what if it's delicious? But you know what? Ah, man, it's just too far. It's too far. Now, what is that line? I'm trying to figure it out. Guinea pigs are pets, man. But they're not pets there. I get offended when I see uh, people, you you know, treating pigs like pets because I'm like,
1: damn it, I love bacon. Yeah. That's terrible. I can't do that. You can't, uh, like, you can't give a pig a name kind of a thing. Yeah. You're in a particular territory. Okay. Well, listen, if it's
0: a line too far, it's a line too
1: far. So watch out for that. So
0: here's the thing. Do I tell the people I'm with
1: what it (laughs) is? I don't know, because they have guinea pigs then I would definitely do that. Otherwise, you're going to traumatize them. Yes. It is now your responsibility to share that yes. with your family. Don't eat the K. The Quies. Q- uh, C-U-Y-E-S. Anytime you see that on the menu, you know that it's guinea pig when you go to believe with Czar Anarchy here on the morning after, with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, what's this I hear about you causing trouble around these parts?
0: Yeah, well, it's just, uh, it just goes to show, even by accident, how you can prove uh, how misinformation can spread, especially when you're not even trying. You're just messing around and joking and being uh, a. A jackass, really. Uh huh. And so uh, I was at my desk the other day um, and uh, talking with one of our o- overlords here. And uh, an- another uh, person uh, kind of stopped by and apparently there's a recall. The FDA was recalling some uh, of uh, the um, hand sanitizers that we have around here. Okay. For whatever reason. And uh, the discussion was, oh, uh, we don't know why it's been recalled. And I'm like, oh, I know why. People are drinking it. Okay. I said it matter of fact. I mean, this was, you know, like at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, that was the the joke. You know, don't drink the uh, stuff like that because obviously it can harm you and it's not going to do any good. It was clearly a ridiculous statement. But uh, the next thing I heard, it was like said by a couple people in the bullpen area. People like, that were eavesdropping. Any yeah, conversation. Like, like it was a, a matter of fact. Like I had had some sort of knowledge of why it was actually... Uh, being recalled, and that was the reason why. And I immediately felt bad, and I wanted to go tell the person, be like, I was only kidding, that's not really the reason why, but
1: I never got around to do that. So they still are spreading it around like it's a fact. Oh, I don't know know. that.
0: I mean, it was one of those uh, passing conversations, but it just goes to show you how fast something can uh, spread like wildfire when it's uh, out of pure stupidity. Were you saying it as a
1: joke or did you say it matter of factly? Well, or?
0: I was very sarcastic about it, but I was stone dead serious when I said it because, you know, I was who would believe that at this point? No. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, they—they they, it's because people are drinking it. And I was like, nobody
1: should take that seriously. And I'm like, oh, man, uh, that's how this stuff starts. Yeah. With a bunch of things that nobody should take seriously. And next thing they do, then, you know, they are.
0: Yeah, so it just doesn't happen on social media. It can also happen in person.
1: So what you're saying is, if you hear the rumors of people drinking uh, a bunch of hand sanitizer, which is why it's been recalled, none of that is true. At least here in the building, it's just something that you. Oh, did you say that people in the building were drinking it? Is that no, what the joke? No, tr- no, 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 no. Oh, you just said people. Period. Which is why. Yes. I see. Okay. Uh, I understand. You know,
0: and at this point, you could believe anything, especially how stupid people are. So. But that was something that had already taken place months and months and maybe even a year and a half ago.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, uh, listen, I don't remember those things, but you do. And maybe that's what maybe popped in your head. And maybe it was new to the person that heard that as well, which is why it started to spread around again. But the good news is I have not heard that. Uh, People around here have not talked to me about it. So there's that. It's not spread around like crazy, crazy wildfire. So that's good. And it doesn't really do anybody any damage. It's not a damaging rumor i thought when you originally told me this story it was about somebody do you know what i'm saying
0: oh yeah no i don't uh i wouldn't
1: do that well not you wouldn't do that on purpose oh, but you yeah. certainly would do it as a joke and the next thing you know somebody had taken it seriously much like this. i try not to, to talk to anybody around here that's a good course of action uh one right out <laughs> of my playbook we put headphones on and just do our jobs <laughs> right out of my playbook Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll give you a chance to win something called Bad Impressions next on the x Rock.
0: And Big J on 100.3 The X. And I've got tickets here. The road to WrestleMania comes right through Extra Mile Arena. February 6th. It's going to be filled with action. You're going to love it. And you're going to win these tickets if you figure out Bad Impressions.
1: 208-287-1003 is our phone number. Big J's got three clues about somebody famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and congratulations! You're gonna go check out the WWE on Us on the sixth of February at Extra Mile Arena. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Lucas. All right, Lucas, you're up first. Good luck. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next clue.
1: Do you have any TP for my punk hole? Vive. Sure. Will you take just the one? I'll take both of them. Uh-huh. That works. The butthead. There you go, Lucas. Congratulations. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those WWE tickets. What was clue three for fun? Uh,
0: We're going to score. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. why is uh-huh.
1: Beavis and Butthead in the news?
0: Hey, uh, Mike Judge uh, took to Twitter and uh, he is uh, giving us a little update. Uh, of course, uh, the Beavis and Butthead brand new movie uh, will be coming to Paramount Plus. No ex- exact date yet, but he put up some renderings of what Beavis and Butthead will look in an old Older state. In an older state, so Beavis looks yeah you know, a little older, but still the same. Butthead on the other side, put on some pounds and taken up smoking.
1: All right. Oh, so they're 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 properly aged as to where they yes. are. Okay. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Do they look anything like the older versions of themselves? Yeah. Butthead oh yeah. to do America. Absolutely. Okay so if you saw the movie that they put out I for some reason I thought this was gonna be a series and not just a movie uh there,
0: there's gonna be there is gonna be I think uh, probably a, a short series okay but, uh, but a movie to start things off for sure
1: beautiful uh, and so yes I know he was hard at work at it and continues to be so uh, something to look forward to is that on Mike judge's socials is that where you can yeah find on him? his uh, Twitter beautiful morning after with Nick and Big J there's your bad impressions we wrap up the show here next on the Extra. <laughs> That is Ghost, that is Hunter's Moon, and that's how we're going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J here for this Wednesday. Big J gave us a nice movie review and said that uh, the movie was called This Is The Night. And it's on Netflix, and it was incredibly high praise from Big J and gave it a plus, plus, plus Big J recommendation. Almost like it's must-see television. Agree or disagree, Big J. Uh, agreed. You recommend it for every man, woman, and child, a-
0: correct? Man, woman, child, whatever, alien. Beautiful.
1: <laughs> that would be the movie you showed the aliens to uh, describe to them the uh, the culture that we have? Yep. Not That's your first choice? Yeah. All right, good to know. That's a pretty big deal, guys. Uh, would that mean it catapults it into favorite Big yeah. J movie of all no, time? No, no, come on, no. Right, well, that we'll or aliens. Show you what's up. Or mess with us. See, this. this is you guys, and then this is us. Uh, of course we also had a chance to give away some Tool tickets today that's always fun Big J started some rumors uh, and then Walked back on them and then of course We gave away some WWE tickets more of that Coming our way tomorrow for sure And that leaves you with the floor Big J. We
0: know we talked about Disney uh, Plus and Possibly raising their prices and what you know We would. we hadn't talked about what the most streamed Show on Disney Plus For 2021 was do you know what that was I don't
1: think I saw it no uh, take, take Take a guess well, let's see. I mean, there's Division, there's Loki, there's Hawkeye, there's the Mandalorian. I'll say Division. Nope. The Simpsons. Oh, that makes sense. Why not? It's yep. I. You didn't have to say it was a new one. Uh, but uh, I know that uh, we have gone through the entire Disney Plus catalog of The Simpsons in my household, so I suppose that makes sense, although yeah. it wasn't this year that it happened. Uh, it still is a very popular television show, and there isn't uh, much better than The Simpsons when it's in its prime, Big J, will tell you that right now. You bet you, but that's right. Uh, did you watch it? Have you watched any of it? No. How come? I, I don't know. Although I suppose you can—that's uh, the—that's your excuse for a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff that you want to get to that you haven't gotten to yet, and you don't really have an excuse as to why not. So I suppose I, it's I'm a little. i very bit consistent. Par for the course. It's absolutely true. Uh, with, does this make you want to watch The Simpsons? Absolutely. Will do you? No. There you go. That's more of the Big J that we do. <laughs> we will see you tomorrow, Jason Drew, swinging in here next. Have a good one. It's X Rocks. <laughs>